Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. Before we kick off today's episode with our one and only very special guest, I wanted to share with you guys a couple of brands to take on this season. So I have been telling my clients, telling my audience members just how important it is to eat in season to and then in turn live in season. But I'm bringing on brands that I fully vet for you all. I don't just work with every brand out there. I work with brands that are um, really taking shape and standing behind sustainability and environmental causes as well, as those are two pivotal points that are very, very important to me and dear to my platform. So another brand that I have brought on is J-O-I, and that spells joy. So if you want to add a little more joy to your life, you're probably thinking, KB, what the heck are you talking about? Yes, I'm all about growth mindset, adding joy that way. But why not add joy in the way of your plant-based products. So if you are dairy intolerant or just trying to stay away from dairy products, I have got the product for you. I wanna share something with you. Did you know that your store-bought plant milk is 98% water? Yeah, plus it's filled with a bunch of gums and preservatives that to be honest with you, does not need to be in your body. So if you're wondering why you're still not feeling, you know, healthy or you're icky after you drink it, that's probably why. So I have a solution for you, as I mentioned before. Joy has reimagined plant milk by creating concentrates made of 100% plants. Yes, you heard me, 100% plants. What you do is you just add the water, which means less packaging, a longer shelf life, more servings. It's 100% customizable. Refrigeration is not necessary and zero food waste. And when there's less, less food waste out there, guys, you're helping the environment. I like that all around. So, I know you're going to want to check out this brand. Right now, I'm on the oat milk. And what it is, is it comes in a compostable packaging. And you just add the water to it. It's almost like a powder form. Looks like flour. And uh, voila, spin it up with a little bit of water. And you've got your plant-based milk right there. It's so easy to travel with. You can add it to smoothies. You can add it to soups. You can add it to baked products and baked goods. I know you're going to want to stock up on this, so I'm giving you guys a deal. 10% off using the code HONESTKB, that is H-O-N-E-S-T-K-B, by going to addjoi.com. Don't worry, I'm going to have all the information in the show notes for you so you can stock up this holiday season. And it's actually a product that you would probably want to gift your family and friends. I know I have people in my life that constantly complain about, you know, nasal discharge, mucus buildup, and we all know how important it is to keep our nasal cavities clear because it staves away inflammation and those bad bad bugs that turn into colds and flus and what have you. So this season, stay healthy and stay environmentally wealthy along with me by enjoying this Joy product line. All right. They've got many more to choose from. So take your pick and let me know what you choose. Add Joy, J-O-I dot com, clicking the code in H-O-N-E-S-T-K-B for 10% off. You know, I can't leave you guys hanging. Um, I'm going to toot my own horn for just one moment if you'd let me. All right? All right. Here we go. Guys, 
The end of 2021 is coming. It is upon us. It is fast approaching. And I know many of you and many of your loved ones are a little bit uh, maybe frazzled, maybe a little bit confused about what 2022 is going to bring them personally or even purposefully. So I'm giving you your first consultation with me as a lifestyle designer and a mindset coach absolutely free. So if you mentioned what I mentioned here and just say, yeah, I want to get honest, just say you want to get honest, then I will give you your first consultation absolutely free. So it's a very unique system approach. We are going to jumpstart your lifestyle transformation journey. We are going to retrain your thought patterns and master your mindset. We are going to learn wellness techniques that work with your unique traits. We are going to learn plant-based living, low impact and sustainable practices, low toxic and conscious living, and learn the harmony of space. Yeah. You might be like, what are you even talking about? Well, clarity of consciousness. Let's clean out that noggin of yours and get ready for 2022. I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you accountable. And let's breathe through this one life we have together. All right. Hit me up and just say, I'm ready to be honest. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Just Be an Honest podcast. This is your show host, KB, your lifestyle designer, your mindset coach. Here we are. I just had some subtle Reiki done on me. Um, and I'm super excited about our next guest today. I'm not even kidding you when I say I've been waiting weeks. We obviously were soul sisters now, but I am just so, so elated that you all get to share in on this opportunity of healing with us today and the information behind the healing process of what we are going to share with y'all. So without further ado, I'm not going to do much introduction. I'm going to have our guest introduce herself. Um, so without further ado, Kirsten Ford, welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So the way that she talks is exactly the energy that she holds. And so I think um, that is a great segue for what we're going to talk about. And it's all about vibration, frequency, tone, right? So if you guys all that are listening out there will just take a moment, close your eyes, roll your shoulders up, back, and down your spine. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Center yourself and realize that we're all here together and we're all going to be on the same energetic frequency for this hour. So Kirsten, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of what your upbringing was like as a child and kind of how you got to the modalities and um, the healing practices of where you are today. Mm. I love, I love questions like this. Um, in another life, I was an actress and I, I, I really appreciate and love hearing people's stories but it's one of those interesting things. Then when you're asked to do that yourself, you're like, <gasps> and it, you have a moment of like, well, what, what's important? What do I say? Um, my upbringing, I grew up in Oklahoma and it was, it was one of those really beautiful blends of running around the streets until dark. My mom had no idea where I was, just a really safe area. Um, but I was, I was isolated in a way. I, I, I didn't meet people that had different religions from me, different perspectives from me, really, until um, until high school and then definitely well into college. So while I really, really value and appreciate where, I, where I've been, it's, it's also been this beautiful vessel for me appreciating so much more beyond the, the picket fence in Oklahoma. And I think that's really, that setup has been so pivotal in how I hold space for people and how I want to create safe spaces for people to uh, return to their own sovereignty and to really find their inner voice um, through so many healing modalities. Um, as I mentioned, I was an actress for a while when I moved out to LA and then 
I found a, I found a tumor on my thyroid uh, four years ago now. And that really put me in a tailspin because I had, I had, I conceived of myself as this like very, um, very healthy and very honest about what I eat and how I take care of myself kind of person. But what I realized is that so much of my upbringing, my young adulthood, even my acting career was me looking for validation from other people, being objectified, but being okay with that in a sense, while also having a healthy bit of like a rebellious quality because I knew that it was happening and I knew that it wasn't okay. But I was looking for this validation from so many other people. And when I was hit in the face with this really, really, really dark period, I, I faced my own mortality and I faced my uh, my connection with God, and I faced so many things that were a part of my my childhood, and so things just started to come up for me and continue to come up still today. But it set me on this path of realizing that the work that I'm here to do is, yeah, I can make people laugh and I can make people smile, I can make people feel things through my art, but my art is far more than just a TV show or a film that I'm working on. My art now is the way I live my life, truly. As a projector in human design, that's a really important, um, a really important thing that I finally understood is that the way that I live, and if you're a projector, you'll appreciate this, the way that I live, and I know you are, um, the way that I live creates a, a vibration out in the world that affects change far greater than me pitching somebody an idea or, um, or trying to sell somebody on something. So once I really understood that I need to be in alignment with me and my desires and what I like and what I want, and that's how I can affect change in the world, when I got clear on that, things really started to shift. And the sound healing was a huge part of that because when I, when I discovered the tumor, I, I set out on this path of finding, finding that realignment for myself. And sound healing was one of those tools along with Reiki. So two things. Um, when you were describing that part of your story that I did not know anything about, I became quite emotional of that because that is such a almost a drastic wake-up call for many people that may have been encountered with the face of death. And you almost have to choose like at that moment, am I going to be brave or am I going to be fearful? You know, I'm going to, am I going to exude love out there? And um, I've mentioned this before, but love and fear hold completely different vibrational energies to them, different frequencies. And I think this is also kind of going into what you said about living in your alignment and living in your truth and having that be your authority. Um, I think this is why you and I connected so, you know, pivotally right off the get-go because we saw in one another that we were on the same path, you know, um, and it was the path of authenticity and it was a path of showing people our gifts, our innate gifts, our healing gifts. Um, and I think that's what everyone, you guys all included listening, that's what we're here to spread out there. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that aspect and that part of your journey because, you know, if I'm just going to be honest, you know, validation, validation, everyone just wants to be seen in the world. You know, whether we come from a small town in Oklahoma or me, I'm from, you know, a smaller town in Kansas City, you know, it's the same thing. Everyone wants to be seen. You see it on social media, but at the end of the day, what is your vibrational frequency setting out there in the world? It doesn't have to be just touch. It doesn't have to be just a tone of a voice. It has to be everything, everything, the energy that you carry in your aura, your soul, your vibrance in your eyes. Um, that goes back to the health and wellness, what we're feeding ourselves. you know, are we feel feeding ourselves with light foods and I'm talking biophoton foods that are going to make our eyes glisten are we feeding ourselves with dead you know products that are lifeless so I could go on and on about that but I want to jump into now about so you went from you know the small town in Oklahoma and you you went to college and kind of like the the um the path that everyone as what I've heard from the Midwest kind of sounds like 
And you set off to Los Angeles, the big city, to become an actress. Um, and I know that you've had an amazing amount of work in Hollywood. Um, and now you're on the path that you are on that is really probably unveiling your authentic truth. So tell me, because um, I know you familiarly from sound baths. I took one of your amazing sound baths. Um, and I do hope that you share some sound healing with us at the end of the show. But um, I want to talk to you about, of course, amongst many of things, is the science behind sound healing because you found a tumor on your thyroid. And what did you find from that? Like, how did you jump into sound by, by just, um, you know, looking at that health aspect in your life? Yeah. Well, it wasn't lost on me that where my tumor, tumor was situated was the, the center of Vishuddha chakra, which is the throat center, right? The throat chakra. Um, and, and this was, I found this before I even knew what that center was. I was just on the precipice of um, my yoga journey as a teacher. So as I started to learn about Reiki and sound healing simultaneously, I realized that there was it was not just a coincidence that that's where this ended up. And as I looked back at my family history of thyroid disease and, um, and then we could talk even more about like from a cultural and a societal viewpoint of like what the throat means for women and the use of our voice, there was just so many layers for me to peel back there. And I realized that there was a particular frequency and many, because we can carry a lot at once. There was a particular frequency that I was carrying because I wasn't aligned with my truth and I wasn't living in that truth, that my body was was literally holding things and and trying to send me this message that I wasn't living in alignment. And, you know, we in Western culture, we have in our medical system, we have um, allopathic medicine is really looking at how do we heal the thing that you already have? And Eastern medicine looks at how do we prevent things from happening? So my background is also in Ayurveda. And the more we understand ourselves as whole systems, as a part of an even greater whole, that's as above, so below um, cosmology, we start to understand that, like you said earlier, vibration is everything. And if we're not in alignment with what our natural healthy frequencies are, that's where we're going to find ourselves with disease and illness and um, depression and unhappiness, things like that. So I think it's important. And, and when I realized that, I thought, this is the message I want out in the world. I, this is one aspect of the path that I'm now carving out. And I want people to hear this message, that frequency, that vibration, your thoughts, the way you talk to people, the way you talk about yourself, the friends you keep, all of these things matter because vibration is in everything because vibration is what living matter is and everything is alive from the crystals. People are curious why crystals work the way they work. Well, it's because they hold a particular frequency. Our organs hold particular frequencies. Parts of our brains have their own vibrational patterns and that's how we have alpha, delta, gamma, all of the waves, right, of our brains. But these vibrations are everywhere. They permeate and move through everything. So what I love about now science is starting to catch up to this intuitive uh, ancient wisdom is that now we can actually go into a lab and we can, we can watch and read studies, true clinical studies about how vibrations are affecting our bodies on a cellular, molecular, atomic level. And even smaller than that, into the quantum field, which is, you know, I wouldn't call that pseudoscience at all, but it's definitely, there's there are not enough studies for people who want evidence-based science. There's not enough there for those folks, but for those of us that feel into that medicine and know it's true, there's a lot out there for you as well to read about what vibrations are doing. So vibration is in everything. Vibration is in everything. So how would you share with someone who may be, unconscious of the fact that you have to be truly awake, truly aware to understand that. And, you know, that we all have an effect, all have a clashing effect on someone else. You know, it's, it's something really hard, especially if you're 
maybe starting a new relationship or, you know, meeting someone for the first time or what have you. It's hard to live in a world that is so loud, so loud, yet so silent at the same time, if you know what I mean. So how do you recommend someone that maybe, you know, opening up their eyes for the first time and, you know, trying sound baths or, you know, something that's trendy or feeling those vibrations? How do you, how do you softly, I guess we could say, if we're talking vibrationally, reel them in to make them feel comfortable and make them understand that this is a true healing modality? Well, two things. One, what you're looking for is called spontaneous biosynchronization. I'll explain that in just a second. Or you can call it spontaneous synchronization. They add the bio because it happens in life. The other thing is something you mentioned strikes strikes me and I want to pause. You said softly and you kind of corrected yourself or like added that in. But what's interesting is when we actually look at the science of a sine wave, um, a sound wave, we're looking at a couple things. We're looking at the amplitude, um, the which and the resonance. There are qualities to sound. So just because something is loud or quiet doesn't necessarily mean it's um, impinging on you in the same way. So the the frequency of something, it can be really, really quiet, but really powerful. It can also be really, really loud, but not necessarily have an effect on your body. Mm. And we we have to also separate acoustic waves to auditory sounds. So auditory is what your ear is hearing, and that's the in your inner ear, there's a nerve, uh, the, the cochlear is picking up the nerve signals from sound and sending them to your brain. But your body experiences acoustic waves. So that's very different from just the the neural part of sound. So your cells actually have mechanisms to feel vibrations in their environment, which is really, really cool. Can you go further into that? Cells can feel the vibration. And how how do you recommend working with that as well? Well, so it's called mechanosensitive molecules. These have now been discovered in the body, which is that's why I love science and I love blending spirituality and science. But these mechanosensitive molecules are receptive and perceptive to their environment. They're picking up the vibrations from cells around them, um, but also incoming cells from your external environment. So immediate internal, but also external environment. And guess which ones really prevail? The ones that are most consistent and quote unquote loudest or have the, 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 the greatest impact. So our, our cells are able to pick up, there are mo- molecules in our, uh, on our cells that are able to pick up these vibrations and they transfer information between cells as well as intracellular. So from the, um, the outside of a cell to the innards of the cell where the cytoplasm and the organelles and stuff are. So information, these vibrations are being passed between cells and also internally. So so when we, when we talk about like, what is a sound bath doing? Well, a sound bath is actually affecting the vibrations that your body experiences. And there is a, a really beautiful communication happening. Now, do we know what that communication is? No, we don't speak that language yet as humans. Like our brains don't speak that language, but our bodies do. Mm. And I think there's something really divine behind it that we don't even have to know what the language is, but it's still happening, right? Like we can hear a really beautiful couple having a conversation in another language at a restaurant, but we know that it's a loving conversation or it's not. You can pick up on that. So that's what's happening. Those mechanosensitive molecules are, are detecting vibrations in their environment and it's affecting how they metabolize things. It's affecting our circadian rhythm. It's affecting um, how our DNA and our genes. So when people talk about like how sound vibrations affect your DNA, because I talk about that in my sound baths, what is actually happening is that these vibrations are communicating something to the nucleus of your cell and it's affecting what genes are turned on or off. We don't necessarily know the specifics behind it, but we now that we know what's happening, we know science is going to move in the direction of, because it does, it's fabulous, of finding out more and more behind the story of what is being said, what our cells are actually saying to each other. Like, se- seriously, I'm blown away. And and if you guys aren't picking up on this, I hope you kind of start to like really tune in because, you know... I want to go back to the cellular and like the health of the cell as a whole. 
Um, and also why this is a great example, why we are so, um, I guess you could say like (laughs) enlightened. Can I use that word? Uh, lit up by certain songs or not certain songs. So do you have any, um, kind of like, you know, the happy, good sounds you, you look on the Spotify, I'm going to use that Spotify and it's like Mm -hmm. feel good music, you know, mood boosters, um, mood, you know, like genre of, you know, um, whatever, you know, breakup songs, you know, why do we, you know, resonate so much? And can you go into um, the characteristics of the sounds as you were before, like amplitude, resonance? Um, And maybe that'll kind of help with the examples. Yeah. I'm pulling up my... Okay, so I have this list that I've created. I'm happy to also send a link to the, to you or to any of your listeners that want to see this. Um, it is a, a really beautiful diagram that talks about the actual the hertz. The that's how many um, vibrations will happen in a particular amount of time. So 174 hertz is associated with anxiety and pain and inflammation, and then it moves up. And the higher the hertz, the the more positive the outcome. But that's not to say that some of the lower ones aren't also really important. 285 uh, is our metabolism. It has to do with our metabolism and allergies. 396 hertz is awakening awakening consciousness. 417 removes negative thoughts and behaviors, uh, facilitates change. 528 is cellular repair. 741 awakens intuition even further, cleanses toxins and pathogens. So when we when we look at the the frequency of sound and why music might have a positive effect on us, there are two things happening. So it's important to know that sound, because we hear it through our ears, but also in our bodies, mm. sound can be associated with memories and emotions. It can have a positive and a negative effect, and it can be very personal. So something that makes you feel really good might not necessarily have a similar effect on me. Although I think that in nature, especially, there are particular frequencies that just generally feel really good to most people. And I would say if something doesn't feel good, there might be a reason why. I once had, um, and this happened multiple times, but one that stands out, I had someone come up to me after a sound bath and say, I, this is my first time here, um, but I'll be really honest, like, I'm so angry right now. I had a terrible time. And no, like because I've studied the science behind this, I was prepared for something like this rather than taking it personally and being like, oh no, you had a terrible experience. I was like, good, good. That's telling you something because when we are trying to create entrainment in our body where we're trying to take, um, let's say we've got a group of cells over here that are, um, are dissonant or are uh, a, a lower frequency than what they naturally should be, that's where illness or disease will set in. And if it stays long enough, it will um, spread throughout your body or become worse if it's inflammation. We have tissues on the other, let's say, over here that are uh, the right natural frequency. They're what they're supposed to be. When we use sound healing, we are using sounds that we know are naturally healthy. So we're taking the the vibrations and we're doing something called entrainment, which is where we take the the dissonant or um, sub frequency, like the, the frequency that's below where we want it to be. We're taking that vibration and we're elevating it by the use of sound. Mm. So I got off on a little bit of a tangent, but essentially this person who brings me brings me this information saying they didn't have a good time, you know, I look at that, uh, we could say, well, maybe that just wasn't for you. But I look at it and I think, well, maybe there's something that needed to be dislodged, that needed to be tuned up. Maybe it needed to be brought up to a different frequency. And sometimes that process is painful. Mm. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. And we don't always know why, because our body doesn't always have a story to go along with the pain or the discomfort. And in somatic therapy, we would say that the story doesn't matter. It's the body's gonna body's gonna give you what it's gonna give you. And for this person, I encourage them to go to more, to just as many as they could, as soon as they could, just to continue to flush out whatever it was that was looking for um 
looking to be elevated and brought back into harmony with the rest of her body. Yeah, that release can be so powerful. And, and, you know, it kind of, he kind of jogged my memory of an example of when I first, very first did yoga, my first class when I was 15 years old. I mean, that was, I've been doing it ever since I'm 34 now. So just shows how long I've kind of stuck with it. But I literally was like, I hated that. I hated that because I was like, I'm the cardio queen. I'm not flexible. And I got sick from it because that movement and the the vibration, the songs that it was flowing to, um, it made me upset, right? It made me feel, you know, maybe a bit sad in some certain ways. But, you know, there's reflection in everything that we do. And if you don't stick with it, you don't break any of that up, right? You have to shatter the glass sometime, right? The glass ceiling or whatever you're working with. So I think that's beautiful. And I hope she continued for sure. So, yeah. But um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just remembered, um, I was looking at my notes. I wanted to explain spontaneous synchronization because okay. you you initially asked, like, what would you say to the person who isn't just going to sound baths every weekend? So there's this phenomenon that they've discovered called spontaneous synchronization or biosynchronization. Um, and there are a couple of really neat and popular examples of this. The most famous is when women's cycles sync up. Have oh, you ever heard of that? Yes. I lived with a bunch of girls and I grew up with a household of girls. Yeah. And were you like, for me, that happened in college as well. I was like, I, I always wondered why. And now we understand that actually living in proximity to each other, we are affecting each other through vibration. There's a communication happening between our bodies. So if it's happening with our periods and our hormones, it's happening in our hearts, it's happening in our bellies, it's happening in our minds. We affect the people around us and we affect ourselves through the vibrations that we either seek out consciously or unconsciously or allow in. Mm. The other examples of spontaneous synchronization are when schools of or shoals of fish change directions suddenly and beautifully, there's a communication happening and it is a vibratory pattern. Birds flying in the sky, changing positions, just suddenly moving, that's spontaneous synchronization. It's crazy. You know, I have a question. Um, So amongst many, but say for instance, you know, relationships. I'm very interested in this because um, obviously there's scent, there's pheromones, but there's also energy. Like I'm a very absorbing person and I can tell if there's energy off in a room, vibrations off in a person. So when someone is, because I know people are probably out there dating once again, when someone is interacting with, you know, a significant other perhaps or a potential significant other, how does that affect, you know, even if you're not talking, but meeting for the first time, perhaps a hug and feeling the heartbeat? I mean, not even, not even talking. Do you know anything about that? You know, I don't, I haven't looked at that in a while. Um, if you guys want to go to the Heart Math website, they've got really beautiful diagrams of the, um, I'm not even, I can't even think of the word of it for it right now, but there's a, a really beautiful diagram that shows the, um, how far out from the body your heart's vibration, uh, and frequency will extend. I think it's a minimum of three feet and some people can have eight, 15 feet. It just depends on the individual and what season of life they're in, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is this, uh, pouring outward into the world of vibration that actually, affects people around you. So you can feel like you're saying, and I think some of us more so than others are very, are antennas, essentially, um, empaths and healers, people that have chosen those modalities are, are very much the people that like walk into a room and they're like, Oh my gosh, I, I know what all of you are going through. Um, it can be a lot too. We were talking about, um, practices for emptying at the end of the day. Um, uh, a few days ago in a text. And it reminded me of those those really beautiful tools that we have when we get filled up with people's energy and vibration. We have to have practices that allow us to uh, release all of them and return to ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been having some great conversations with a more, you know, youth oriented mind or, you know, younger children, even um, teenagers about being highly sensitive. Um, Because I believe that, I mean, obviously I'm highly sensitive, but the highly sensitive person sometimes may or may not be aware of that. But it is that vibrational energy, the frequency that's around them that makes them either, you know, have spurred anxiety around that because they don't know how to deal with that or they don't know how to focus their energy or they don't know how to take their energy back and set that boundary. It can be quite scary. Um, But I find that fascinating as well. The whole topic, guys, is about, you know, creating, you know, a bedtime routine. You know, whether you are meant to or not, whether you think you're meant to or not, everyone should have a bedtime routine. Everyone should have a morning routine. It sets up that tone of the day. I know that you know that if you Seriously, I'm going to use this. If you woke up and read an email and it just irked your pickle and you just said, oh, that just set my day off bad vibes, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is, bad vibes. And you resonate on that level. Your heart starts thumping. You start racing around. You start bumping into tables and getting bruises on your hips, whatever. It's all catapulting on one another. So I want to talk – I want to jump really quickly into – more info or more things that you are um, specializing in, and that is just honoring the mothers um, out there. And that is such an amazing vibrational energy as well, because many of us know that, you know, we're all predominantly water. And when we are in the mother's womb, we're in a space of water and how beautiful, you know, vibration is with water. So just for all the mothers to be new mothers out there or motherly figures, um, how would you say that this is such an important topic to kind of carry on with vibrational energy and just like your offspring or the offspring that you support? Yeah, that's such a beautiful question and topic. And I love that you include all mothers because motherhood is is a journey, um, but it's not just it's very important that we we honor the the women that are and the mothers that are are bearing children. But women bear so much. We create so much more than life. Um, I think life is the the ultimate expression of uh, of creativity. It's like that shakti energy coming to earth. But we um, but we're so skilled at bringing that energy into all of the things that we create, whether it's businesses and visions um, or families that aren't necessarily our biologically owned. So thank you for asking that. Um, yeah, this is really beautiful too, because sound travels faster through water than it does any other medium, right? Through air. So the baby in the womb, those vibrations are amplified there what the baby is experiencing the sounds of her mother's or his mother's blood and heartbeat digestive system that's the symphony that is the first experience for the baby so for me when i was pregnant i have an 8 month old now when i was pregnant it, i did sound baths and my baby loved them um but also talking talking is a really important thing to remember the way we even the quality of our voice Sometimes I I get in a rush and I start to speak really fast and I realize that my whole energy has shifted because I've I've gotten into this space of needing to communicate really quickly. Your voice can be a really great tool to recognize where you are energetically. Is your voice pinched? Is it high? Is it low? Is it gravelly? There's qualities there that will tell you. When I hear someone's voice, it tells me a lot about their throat chakra and their energy in, in general. And I do the same with mine. My voice changes depending on where my energy is at and what I'm experiencing. So for all t- types of mamas out there, that could be a really great tool to understand and check in with yourself. Like, does your voice sound strange right now? Does it sound um, tense? Does it fa- sound constricted? Do you have freedom with your voice to express yourself? And looking at that and reflecting on it can tell you a lot about your experience in the season that you're in, um, relationships that you're in. Because with my work, um, working with clients one-on-one, 
I'm trying to give you the tools so that you can you can look at your life and the season you're in as well as your past and your future and understand a little bit more about how you can actually be the teacher and the healer of yourself and others, like instilling that in you. And the voice can be a really big indicator. So that's that's one tool. Um, is that your question? Now that I yeah. I mean, sometimes I sometimes I'm just like channeling when I'm talking, so who knows really what I'm asking, but that was beautifully said. Thank you. Um so I want to move on cuz I know we only have a little bit of time together, but I want you to share anything else you feel called to share with right now about the sound of healing and then hopefully we get a little taste tester and people are in a spot or maybe can continue on later to listen to that. Well, there's one thing I do want to say when I do this talk, um, I was before the pandemic, I was actually doing um, yoga teacher trainings. I was, I would come in for um, one studio in particular, and this would be just one module or one aspect of the teachers, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of training about how vibrations affect our bodies. Because as yoga teachers, um, when you use your voice or as a, a podcast, you know, host. Um, our voices are so important in our work, in our lives, and um, and not just our voice and those vibrations, but all the vibrations, our music, and as you said, by, at the very, very top, vibration is everything, and that's in my notes. I love that you said the exact same. You chose the exact same words. Um, there is a really beautiful, if, if you your listeners want to Google, a cymoscope, C-Y-M-A-S-C-O-P-E. It's um and you can think of it like a microphone that's listening to vibrations and then creating an image with them. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is as they play s- certain sounds, tones, or frequencies onto this plate that either has water or um, the Chiodney plate is using sand, you will see that as the frequency goes up, the images, the shapes that are created in the water or sand actually get more complex and the coherency gets so incredibly beautiful as the sound and the frequency goes up. So that tells us that higher frequencies, which is I think where good vibes and high vibes comes from, those higher frequencies are actually creating coherency and uh, these really beautiful complex structures within us because we are made of so much water. And the lower frequencies are creating simpler structures. So if you see uh, in these images, if you see these really beautiful complex structures, I want you just to imagine that your cells are like these elaborate snowflakes from the Arctic. And there are millions and trillions of them within you. We want to keep those structures complex and coherent. We want harmony between them. We don't want the simpler structures because we have evolved from simple structures over time to become these beautiful complex structures. And our vibratory patterns reflect our enlightenment. They reflect our consciousness. And so for all of your listeners like who are like us, and I imagine they all are, we want those elevated conscious states. We want to feel aligned and resonant and harmonic uh, or harmonized within our environment. So that's why vibrations matter. Yes, our cells and our DNA is all of that beautiful stuff. But when you set aside the science and how it actually works, the reality is we're just these beautiful, sacred, very complex snowflakes And we want that complex structure to be intact. And we can do that through healthy vibration. You're just like such a beautiful soul. Like I'm just like literally like you see my eyes like when you talk. I'm just like taking it all in. And it's almost like a meditation. And that's what I love. And we just talked about the tone of the voice and how that has such a healing effect. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Do you have a, a little bit of time to give us a little sound? Yeah, All right. I love that. All right. Yeah. That being said, where can everyone find you and find your offerings and snoop on you on the web? Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm really active on Instagram. I post um, recipes and remedies and rituals. I'm all about rituals. That's the, the core of my business is ceremonies and rituals for personal healing and transformation. I invite you into the chrysalis and we work together to help you find clarity and conviction. 
Um, and we use all kinds of rituals and healing modalities, sound healing, Reiki, light therapy, as well as Ayurvedic and um, somatic therapies, all the things. So Instagram is the same spelling as my website. They're both Kirsten B. Ford. So my website is K-I-R-S-T-I-N, be like boy, F-O-R-D, like the truck, dot com, Kirsten B. Ford. And I'm the same name handle on Instagram as well. Perfect. I will put everything in the show notes so you guys can find it lickety-split. All right, here we go. Everyone get comfortable. This is going to be such a treat for you. I cannot wait for you to experience it. So if you are able to, lay down or sit up straight and just roll your shoulders up, back, and down your spine. Maybe have some earplugs in if you can, you know, muddle that up. If you're driving, please be careful. Um, Don't close your eyes. (laughs) Perhaps you could even like pull over. So just enjoy this. And once again, thank you, Kirsten, for this lovely and luscious treat. You're so welcome. All right. So Catherine, I will invite you as well to find a comfortable seat along with your listeners and begin to notice your breath. Just notice that it moves in and out. You don't even have to think about it. It just happens. Notice the quality of it now. And as the breath moves in and your chest rises, notice as you exhale, you fall back into the earth. And I want you to feel held for a moment. Held on the earth for as long as this lasts.